Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I really hope that you are well, actually. Um, I've had quite a lot of good feedback about the relaxation uh, or meditation mp3 that I added onto the end of my last episode. Um, so for those of you who have been in touch, then thank you very much for letting me know how you got on with it. And I'm really, really glad that you found it useful, more importantly. Um, so if you haven't actually come across this yet, head on to my previous episode. Um, I answer a question at the beginning and talk about a few bits and pieces that are quite useful anyway. And then at the end, there is a campfire meditation, which is one of my absolute personal favourites. So thank you to those of you who've been in touch to say that it was awesome. And yeah, make sure you go back and have a look at it. So this week is a really exciting and interesting week for me and so has is the reason why I'm talking about what I'm talking about. Um, So I'm going to take you through today a few things that you can do to mentally prepare for like a big event and the reason that this is quite exciting for me is that in a few days time I'll be running the virtual London Marathon. So that's going to be on the 4th of October So if you're listening to this when it comes out, which is Friday the 2nd, um, I'm in the process of preparing myself for this, uh, a huge event in my life. Um, But if you listen to it afterwards, then hopefully it all went well and you can find out how I got on on my website. So the reason I thought this would be useful is firstly because I'm doing it for myself. So I thought I'd be able to run through some of the techniques that I find to be really, really helpful as well as helpful for clients as well. So I'm going to talk through a few ideas and a few examples of how they can work, just to give you an idea of some of the things that you can have a go at. Now, for a lot of my clients, there's a big event that's coming up and it's causing them anxiety. This can be uh, a huge range of things actually that could be happening. So it could be things like doing a talk in public, It might be even as simple as getting on a plane for some people. Um, These big events can quite literally be anything. They're really different in terms of their shape, their size, how unique they are to the individual. So try not to feel like if yours is maybe not as big as running a marathon or if it's even bigger than running a marathon, that you need to compare the experiences because the only key thing is that the big event is important to you personally. So when I'm working with a client in the run-up to a big event and also with myself as well, there's quite a wide range of things that I work on. Um, Some of these take a bit longer to master than others, so I've gone for the simpler options here. Um, But obviously, if you wanted to get in touch and work on something in particular, then there's there's loads more we can do as well. So on that note, my first tip really is don't leave your preparation until the last possible minute. Now, I see this a huge amount and it can be really frustrating, actually. I often get people get in touch with me saying that they need to give a talk like next week and they want to know if I can help them. Um, the, the simple answer is yes, there's still stuff we can do. 
but I can't help nearly as much as I could have done if they've been in contact with me maybe six weeks beforehand. So have a think about when your event is and really when you can start preparing. I mean, for a marathon, it's a bit more obvious in a way because you have to train for it. So you can't just go from running your park run 5Ks up to um, a marathon distance. Or, well, I guess maybe some people could, but I definitely could not. So in terms of preparation for me, I mean, this has been going on, well, and the fact that it's 2020 and it was supposed to be in April, I mean, this has been going on for nearly a year now. So it's really important that you think as far ahead as you possibly can when it comes to an event and not leave it until the last minute to find a way of helping you deal with it. Now, I do understand how this happens. So if it has happened, don't panic for the start. <laughs> because anxiety is a really big part of procrastination. And I really do understand how avoiding thinking about an event can seem like an easier option. Um, and to be fair, it's a pretty good strategy that we develop to protect ourselves. Um, we all have a tendency to avoid the things that we find difficult, um, but it doesn't help you succeed at something, is the simple answer here. So you might still get through the event, but you might not necessarily be able to do it in a as good a or as positive a way as you would like. So if you can prepare in advance, that was absolutely my number one tip. If you are in a position right now where you've left it to the last minute, then just focus on what you can do in the time that you've got left. And this is where some of my suggestions come in here. So my first suggestion is to really actively focus on your strengths. Now, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And when we're heading towards a stressful or anxious situation, it can be a really easy thing to focus on the things we're not so good at. So, for example, if you're going to be giving a talk, uh, maybe to a live audience or possibly online. Um, I know some of my public speaking things have ended up being online because of the situation, uh, which has its own kind of complicated things because you know there's people watching, but they're not actually in front of you. Um, but anyway, if you know you're going to be talking to an audience, then it's really important that you focus on the aspects of your presentation that you consider to be quite good. It doesn't mean you have to be a great presenter for this. I wouldn't necessarily describe myself as one of the best public speakers in the world, but you can focus on the things that you know you are good at. So if I use myself as an example, when I'm worried about doing a talk or something like that, then the things that I like to focus on are things like how much I enjoy helping people, how much I enjoy explaining things to people, how much I enjoy giving them information that they can use in a way that's going to improve their life in some way. So it's really important to focus on things like that. The good thing is by actively doing this, so taking some time out for yourself to potentially even, if you're up for it, making a list of the things that you're good at, because it really makes you more aware of those things that you can do that will help you in that situation. When it comes to things like the marathon, one of my personal strengths, for example, is the ability to keep going, even when I feel like I'm completely out of energy. So I tend not to hit that wall that a lot of people talk about. Focusing on this as a strength and telling myself this is a strength that you have that will be useful to you is much more helpful than thinking about other aspects of my running that I'm less pleased about. So maybe worrying about how slow I am or whatever else comes into my head at the time. It's really important that we're kind of aware, I guess, of the things that we are thinking about 
So my next tip is to think about using something called visualization. Now, visualization is used quite a lot in sports um, psychology. So if it's good enough for elite athletes, then hey, it is good enough for people like you and me. So visualization. Now, some people find this easier than others. So if you find it difficult, don't panic. It is possible to get better at it. Um, and it is possible if you want some support from someone like me that we can teach you how to do it. But you can give it a go for yourself. And it's a really, really helpful technique. So really, all you need to do is give yourself, I don't know, about 10 minutes, maybe more if you've got time, and just find yourself a quiet, private space and just get somewhere that you can be comfortable. It doesn't matter if you're sitting, standing, lying down, it doesn't really make any difference. Just somewhere that you feel comfortable. And the first thing that we would need to do is to think about using your breathing just to get you feeling a bit relaxed and a bit focused, just for a couple of minutes at the start. And make sure you take that time to Focus on the breathing, get yourself feeling relaxed, ease out any tension that you can feel anywhere in your body. And just get yourself into a bit of a headspace where you're able to think calmly and clearly. And when you're feeling quite relaxed, allow yourself to slowly start to imagine the event in your mind. Now the idea is that you imagine it as if it's really happening right there. And the reason I say slowly is you don't have to dive straight in. You can kind of explore a little bit and have a think about what it is that you can see, what you can hear. Maybe you can touch things in your mind. Maybe there's things that you can feel. Maybe there's even a taste that you can feel. Whatever it takes really to make you aware of that situation and how it's going to be when you're in it. And you'll sometimes have to use a bit of artistic license here. You won't necessarily know what everything is going to look like. But you can just have a bit of a feel around and a think in your mind. But the key thing when we're using visualisation is that whatever you're doing in your mind, whatever you're imagining, you imagine the event in a really positive or relaxed way. Now it's perfectly normal and a lot of people find that negative thoughts do pop into your head. And this is where the mental discipline comes in and this is where sometimes it can take a little bit of practice. Because when you notice those negative thoughts, all you need to do is calmly bring your attention back to the positive aspects of that experience. So for things like a talk, if you're lucky enough at the moment to be talking in front of a, a real audience, um, as opposed to a virtual audience, which is still real, I appreciate that, but allow yourself to imagine the audience looking interested, for example. Or imagine how you're going to act on stage that will demonstrate how calm and relaxed you are or in front of the microphone, whatever suits. If you're preparing for a marathon, then think about how it's going to feel when you cross the finish line. This is a really big one for me, and I actually use this while I'm running sometimes as well. If you're scared of flying, for example, and you've got a, a holiday coming up, then try and visualize the place that you're going to and how excited you are about that and how beautiful and relaxing the scenery will be. Basically, just allow yourself to find the positives in the situation and really imagine them as if they're happening right now. And you can do this for as long as you like. When I'm running, I have lots of time to do this because, as I mentioned, I'm quite slow. Uh, but if you're busy and you're at work and things like that, then you might only have 10 minutes or so to do it. That's absolutely fine. Ultimately, whenever it's convenient for you, you can just stop your visualisation 
and then you can go forward to the rest of your day and carry on as normal. Now my next tip, and this is a really, really, really important one, is be aware of negative visualisation because often people do this without even realising and you can tell when somebody is doing this because they'll say things like oh I can see it all going wrong or I can see this happening or when they're saying things like that they're literally imagining it happening. So this is an example of negative visualisation. And it happens to everyone. It happens to me too sometimes. If I'm not in a great headspace for whatever reason and I think about the marathon, then sometimes I can see things going wrong, like getting injured or not actually being able to push through, even though I've already said that's one of my strengths. It's really, really important to catch these negative visualisations. And if you are in a space where you can take 10 minutes, then it's a really, really perfect, opportune, brilliant time to practice the positive visualization instead. If you're not in a place where you can do that, then it's fair enough to distract your mind and think about something else instead. So my next tip is to create a positive statement or mantra or self-talk or whatever you want to call it. The name that it is just doesn't really matter that much. Just create a statement that will help you through in some way. Now, people go for all sorts of different ones. And again, it's a very, very personal thing. Some people go for just straightforward things like, I've got this. Or you can go for more complicated ones. So you can say things like, I can feel anxious, but still succeed and be the person I want to be. Or you can say, I'm strong and capable. Or it really doesn't matter what the positive statement is as long as it's something that works for you specifically. Because this is the key thing, we all experience anxiety and we all experience stress and concern and overwhelm and all of these things in a very unique way. And it's really important that when we're doing these kind of things that you find the thing that's gonna work for you personally. So I tend to go for the more simple ones personally. So for my marathon, my favorite is just keep moving. Whenever I'm feeling stressed, anxious, whenever I'm a bit like, oh my God, I've only done seven miles and I'm already feeling tired, that's what I go to. Just keep moving. And later on, when the energy is an issue, I like to say things like, you've already done amazing to get this far. And that's something that makes me feel better. That's something that makes me feel more interested, excited, energetic to finish. And it's something that really helps me get out of that negative, oh my God, this isn't going to work type spiral. So the key thing really is to pick something that works for you, resonates with you and is going to help you in that situation. So on the flip side, be really aware of negative self-talk. So, I mean, this is the opposite of your positive statement. And for me, when I'm training or when I'm thinking about the marathon, occasionally it can be things like, oh my God, there's no way that I can run a marathon. Or even just simple things like, this is going to be really hard. Now, these things aren't necessarily false. Uh, maybe the first one is because I've trained, so I know I can. But the second one is not false. But just be aware of these types of thoughts going through your head because they're really, really unhelpful. And they really undermine your performance and your ability to feel like you can cope with the situation. So just like with the negative visualisation, make sure that you're aware of those thoughts and catch them when they happen. And again, 
those thoughts happening is a really fantastic opportunity to practice the positive thoughts instead. Because that's the key thing here, the more we practice being negative and worried and anxious about a situation, the better we get about that. The more we practice feeling positive, empowered, confident, uh, calm, relaxed, whatever you need in that situation, the more likely you are to feel those things when it comes round. And my final tip is get support if you need it. So, I mean, you can do that by getting in touch with me or you can find someone local to you that can help you with this situation and make sure that you get the tools you need to do well at whatever event you have coming up. If you want to find out how I get on with the marathon, <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, make sure you head to the Andover Riding for the Disabled Facebook page. That's where I'll be posting updates. Um, I'll be posting some on my business social media as well. So feel free to follow me at Anxiety Hypno on Twitter, at Anxiety to Confidence on Instagram, and at Anxiety to Confidence on Facebook as well. So if you want to find out how I get on, then feel free to, to head over to all those social media channels. I am also raising money for this incredible charity. So the Andover RDA basically offers horse riding lessons to people in the local area who have some sort of disability. So we work with a huge range of different people from behavioural issues to physical issues. And some of them we do really basic things. So teaching them how to sit on a horse, how to stroke a horse, how to demonstrate empathy and things like that towards the horse. And some of our riders compete at national competitions. So there's a huge range of opportunities that it's able to provide for people. So what I'll do is I'll be a bit cheeky and I'll pop my fundraising link in the um, description section. If you feel like you would be happy to donate even a really small amount, then it would be so appreciated. Uh, because one of the big things as well about being motivated for a marathon is uh, being able to raise money for a charity that does amazing work and has been quite badly impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. So if you can help out, I would be hugely appreciative and I will speak to you all again next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. You can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two, anxiety2confidence.com.